Hello and welcome to HornetCast. HornetCast is a podcast for the families of Valley Center Public Schools. The purpose of HornetCast is to share stories about our students, staff, schools, and communities, and to provide helpful information to families. Hello and welcome to HornetCast. I am District Communications Director Amy Pavlaka. In 1996, Bill Clinton was president. The first mobile flip phone went on sale. Michael Jordan was playing for the Chicago Bulls and the Summer Olympics were held in Atlanta. In that same year, our new superintendent was graduating from Valley Center High School. I am so happy to welcome my guest for this episode of HornetCast, our new USD 262 superintendent, Greg Lear. Hi, Greg. Hi, Amy. Thank you for making me feel old with all those facts. <laughs> that was not that was not the intention. I just, you know, bring a little history into the conversation. Um, so, well, it's, it is interesting when I was thinking about it. 1996 Valley Center High School obviously looks looked a little different than today. Do you have any any memories, any favorite memory that stands out to you about your time as a Hornet? Yeah, I think I've got quite a few. I mean, it's honestly, it's part of the reason why I'm so happy to be back in the district is all the fond memories that I have here in Valley Center. So I think about, you know, pep assemblies in the old gym, um, the old gym right at the, at the middle school, which is the little gym at the middle school, the smaller gym. So um, all the other stuff wasn't, it didn't exist then. So um, some of those things, I think just classes, just time with friends in the lunchroom, you know, hanging out with stuff. Not that I don't remember my teachers, a lot of great teachers through the years, but um, just a lot of good memories, a lot of good friends, and just happy to be be back here. So that's great. We're happy to have you back, and thank you for sitting down with me. Um, I think it's important um, for people to hear from you and, and get to know you a little bit, maybe through this medium. Um, so we've talked about high school, and one of the questions I wanted to ask you and um, what other schools did you attend in the district? Yeah, we moved to Valley Center right before my seventh grade year. So I think it was the summer of. 1990, I think was when, when I, we moved to Valley Center. So, um, attended the middle school there as a seventh grader, which is now the intermediate school. So, uh, was there for a couple of years to eighth grade and then graduated from Valley Center high school in 1996. I still, uh, you know, when I was the principal at the intermediate school, I walked by my lockers, my two lockers every day. And at the high school, middle school, now I can definitely pick out where my lockers were and all that good stuff. So combination is not the same. So that's uh, not that I would remember it anyway. But um, yeah, I went to the middle school and the high school. So that's really cool. You had you've been principal or assistant principal at two schools you attended. So and yeah. the high school back then was the middle school and the intermediate was no flip that. Flip yeah, but okay. Yeah, yeah, right. So tell us um, a little bit about your family. Sure. So um, my wife, Bria, is a graduate of Valley Center High School. She graduated in 1997, so the year after me. Um, I have three daughters. Uh, my oldest daughter, Macy, is she'll be a senior at Valley Center High School this fall. My middle daughter, Madeline, will be a freshman. And my youngest daughter, Millie, will be a sixth grader. So, And they have all, um, they all started kindergarten in Valley Center, and they will all graduate from Valley Center High School. So... Uh, my wife was a lifelong Valley Center resident. She was born here, uh, went to kindergarten through senior year here in Valley Center. Her parents still live right outside of town in the district. My 
My mom has worked for Farm Bureau Insurance here in town since the summer of 1990 when we moved to Valley Center. Uh, my sister Carrie is a teacher at Wheatland. My brother-in-law Eric is a bus driver. My niece Morgan uh, is a science teacher at the middle school. So um, lots of lots of family connections still in in the Valley Center community. So, so you are you bleed purple. You bleed hornet purple deeply. That's yeah, that's amazing. So it, it's a family affair for you as much as um, you know just coming back for a job. Yeah, really. Valley Center is. You know, being in education, my wife is a teacher as well. You know, as educators, you really have the opportunity to, to live wherever you want to live. You know, there are jobs in any district in the state or in the country. And so, you know, my wife and I started out in Western Kansas at Garden City. I taught at Garden City High School. She was in an elementary out there and uh, we loved it out there. But the pull to be with family and be back in this area was great. And, you know, we could have chose a lot of districts to go to and we chose to to come back to Valley Center. You know, even if we weren't employed here, we would live, our kids would go to school here. So, yeah. Yeah, that's quite an endorsement. So, you know, of course, I haven't done any research on this, but I, I can't imagine how many superintendents there are that are superintendent of the district they graduated from. What does that mean to you? Oh, it means, it means a lot. Um, I know, you know, given the fact, you know, it has been, has been a couple of years since you graduated in 1996, but um, you know, I think if you talk to people I went to school with, this is probably not the seat they saw me in um, at that time, most definitely. But it means a lot to be able to come back. It really is, you know, it's cliche, but it's something to come back home. I mean, that's really what it is. It's being a part of a, it's a special community, a special place. You, you know, there's something going to events and seeing, seeing people, you know, that's something we enjoy, my wife and I both. My kids don't like it necessarily all the time when you go somewhere and a five minute trip turns into half an hour because we start talking to people. But um, to be able to be, you know, be chosen to lead this district, it's definitely definitely an honor, not something I take take lightly by any means. So, you know, I think probably I mean, I can't speak for you, but a question you're probably getting asked a lot or you know, what are your priorities for the district? And can you just maybe shed a little bit of light? I know that's kind of a loaded question, but. Yeah, I think for me, a big part of it, and I, you know, we had the kind of community meet and greet, had some different times during the interview, uh, able to share kind of what I was looking to do when I, if I was fortunate enough to to get the position. And for me, it's, it's really going, building those relationships, kind of a list, you know, listen to people, what are, what's going well, what are some, some areas we can, to, can grow? Um, and what do people expect of me? as the superintendent in the district. And so, you know, my plan will be coming in, especially these, these first few months is I want to be a part of the community. I want to set up some events in the community for people to, to get to talk to me and get to know me. So uh, especially in the buildings as well, getting in those buildings and talking to staff and, you know, it's really going to be about building those relationships. And that's, I think the foundation and the base of, if we want to, want to get stuff done, that trust has to be there. And that's how hopefully you can build that trust and go from there. So really my first priorities are to just get to know the, the community again, the district again. I haven't been gone that long, um, but just to reintegrate myself into that. So. And we know the board has said, you know, thank Dr. Gibson and Dr. Bonner for leaving our district in such a good place that, you know, yeah, that. So um, one of the questions that I had, so drilling that down just a little bit, and you may not know the answers, you know, all the answers to this question, but what do you think the first few days of being superintendent of our, our district will look like? Yeah. And I think just to reiterate what you said, I mean, I, 
I'm so lucky to come into a district that's in the shape that it is, thanks to Dr. Gibson and Dr. Bonner, because uh, this isn't the case for a lot of districts around the state. And I know that for a fact. So um, coming into a situation that is in such good shape, in a lot of ways, just continuing the great things that are already going on and just continue those things. And, you know, the old adage of it's not broke, don't fix it. You can always tweak things and get better. But, um, you know, I think that those first few days and, and first few weeks, that's going to be a big part of it is learning those systems and processes, getting to know the people um, in the district office, having conversations, you know, what do, uh, what do you expect of me? And then also just getting out and about, I see myself, you know, part of, I do have a transition plan. Um, and part of that transition plan that I have in there is just to, to get out and talk to people. You know, I plan on talking to the school board, you know, what do I want to ask the school board for, uh, part of my plan is to get a list of community members. Here's here's 70, 80 people that you need to talk to. And throughout the course of this year, my plan will be to to sit down and talk to all those people um, just to get a better feel. Not that I have some little bit of knowledge in the district, but, you know, some other perspectives as well. So really just kind of those first few days, just getting to know things and getting kind of settled in and ready to hit the ground running. Obviously, the bond will be uh, the potential bond issue, I guess I should say, because we're still waiting on state approval. But um, there'll be obviously some work uh, being done in that area. So can you speak to that a little bit about your thoughts on that and the, the growth that our district has seen in the last years? And everything is indicating that we're going to continue to see growth in our district. Yeah, I think you know, in, in kind of the same thing, it's better to be on that end than on the other end. There's a lot of districts out there that are going the opposite way. And so having the ability to to potentially expand our facilities is is definitely a good problem to have. You know, I think when you look at what the, um, the bond committee kind of did, the steering committee kind of looking at different buildings and, and where buildings are, and there's, you know, we have a lot of aging facilities and a lot of our buildings and our maintenance crew has done a, a wonderful job of taking care of those things. But you know, there's also that need to look at expanding. We, we have to make sure we have room for our kids, plain and simple. So um, I think it's an exciting thing. I'm looking forward to, to working with different people in the community to, you know, get into a lot of different groups and different meetings and talking about here are the facts behind the bond issue. Because a lot of times with things like that, there's some things people hear necessarily. So the more we can get the facts out there, the better informed voters can be when it comes to to the bond, so. And it's it's really like what you said, making the very best decisions for our students and, and making sure they have the room to learn and, and, and that we have the room to grow. Um, yeah, so, well, I think one, again, one of the unique, unique things is that you're, you're coming home in a sense and, um, you, you know, you, you are a hornet, you, I'll, I'll just say, leave it there, you are a hornet. Yes. Um, what other strengths do you bring to our district? Yeah, I think, I, you know, I could, if I had my kids in here and my wife, I'm sure we could make a list of weaknesses. I have no doubt. So um, I think some of my strengths are, I think the connection to the community is definitely a positive. You know, I think that's definitely a strength going in. Um, I think just the ability to to build relationships. I like, I do like people. Um, I, th I think connecting to them, having conversations and just, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of little things that you can do sometimes to build trust and it doesn't have to be big things. And sometimes doing some of those little things, uh, just a listening ear there to hear people out when it comes to different issues or things that are going on. I think just that relationship building is, uh, is one of my strengths and looking forward to continue that here. So what are you most looking forward to? 
Oh, wow. Most looking forward to. Um, I don't just the start of school. I mean, I just I one of the things that summer's fine, you know, it's it's good to have a break, so to speak. But uh, there's something about walking into classrooms and just seeing kids learn and seeing, you know, I think sometimes I know from my own student, my own kids, I shouldn't say it, but oh, how was school? Uh, it's boring. It was whatever. Not, not that they've ever said that about school here in Valley Center, but, um, but then when you, you know, I've had the opportunity to see my kids in school, just walking through the hallways and seeing them and they don't look bored. They look pretty happy when I see them with smiles on their faces. So, um, you know, just seeing kids in classrooms learning and just, just ready for the school year to start. So that's, it's always a great feeling back to school. Um, what message would you have to, um, you know, you're going to be starting July 1st, which is when I'll release this podcast, but a message to staff and students, um, that are sort of in July, you know, starting to think about going back, getting the school supply list, potentially going shopping principals are going to be coming back at the end of the month teachers not that far after, what would you want them to know just sort of how you're feeling about the start of the new school year? I think it's that nervous excitement, right? You're nervous to have a new teacher and to have, you know, potentially for a lot of our kids going into a new building. Um, but it's also that excited feeling that, you know, I guess the excitement for the unknown, you know, you don't know what's coming, but, um, I don't know, just, I think for, for kids and families, you know, I know it's, you know, they're their most, you know, your most treasured possession is your kids. And so I just, you know, want parents and families to, to trust us, do what's best for our, best for our students. Um, you know, there's a quote uh, that kids aren't going to remember everything you teach them, but they are going to remember how you made them feel. And that's kind of what I want, what I want. That's, you know, how I've lived my life as an educator and um, hopefully continue to, do that in the district. I know so many of our staff, that's, they believe the same thing because um, that's a, a big part of what we do. Academics are extremely important, but if we can build that, that love for our kids, no matter who they are, where they come from, that we care about them and love them, that's, that's going to be the priority. That's wonderful. Um, thank you. I know that was quick, but I know you're busy and I'm excited for people to hear from you and, and learn just a little bit more about you. Of course, they'll be hearing from you more and, and learning more after you get in and situated and the year gets started. But thank you so much for taking the time and uh, sitting with me and talking on HornetCast. Cast.